All right. Okay, hey everybody, welcome to the Irregular Search for Truth. Uh, tonight's episode will be focusing upon uh, the pancreas. And its functions. And all the fun you can have playing with your pancreas. My uncle apparently just had a, a gallbladder removed. Really? Yeah. Was it necrotic? I, I don't know, but I think he had like stones or something like that, and I think... I feel like pancreatitis was mentioned, but maybe that was somebody else. But, <laughs> but I think it was interesting, you know, pancreas, gallbladder, very, very related. They're, yeah, they're both internal. <laughs> no, I mean, not, not only are they internal, I mean, they're like related. You know? It's not like the heart, you know, it's like, <laughs> has to do with the digestive system. They're probably like very close to each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. both definitely in like the lower, below the belly button region. Maybe, yeah. I'm thinking that's where they are. Yeah, yeah. We're both doctors. Uh, we're not practicing right now. No, but. no, but I mean, I, I just decided to pursue other interests. Yeah, like this podcast. Right. How's it been working out for you so far since oh, you left doctoring? It's been okay. Uh, you know, I've just been dabbling in other things. <laughs> you know, the way with the medical field going, it's just, yeah. This guy I knew in the Peace Corps actually had a necrotic gallbladder. Necrotic. That's yeah, gross. and he got it. He got it like yeah, and it means his gallbladder <clears throat> was dead, and and inside him still. And somehow, he just like he woke up one day and he had this incredible pain, uh, and he had it removed down in Paraguay. And How did they? Uh, did they make the diagnosis? They used a machete. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> did they make the di diagnosis before or after they took it out? I don't know that I don't know. They like put their ear up to the belly. They're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's dead. That's dead. It's not talking. It's it's gone." <laughs> I guess I guess they cut him open and, or, or maybe they did like you know maybe they did like a urinalysis or something. Or like maybe that. it just happens and people are just like, "Oh yeah, people's gallbladders just die." Yeah, yeah. And then there's like a no instead of like. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, you're gonna have to replace that one. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be steep. Oh, and some oh. import too, because you're because oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're in Paraguay. Yeah, I, you know, if you had a different uh, set of kidneys, I could give you one of these gallbladders here. But see, with your kidneys, you're gonna want a high-end Norte Americano gallbladder. Oh well. Anyway, so I'm Scott. I'm Sachin. This is the regular church of truth. <laughs> A delayed uh, introduction. Yeah, that, keep was, you on that your... was like the the beginning of a Bond movie right there. Yeah, yeah, it was to keep them on the edge of their seats. Like, what's, what is this? What's going on? Wow, yeah, I can hear them all on the edge of their seats right now. Dun, dun. You'll pay for your whole seat, but only use the edge. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you were telling me that you had like uh, a topic. All oh like, man, in, in the shoot. Do I? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I would say a week ago or so, I was uh, I was driving and listening to the radio. Driving, listening. All right. All right. And uh, and I was listening to the station Live 105 here in the Bay Area, which is like a rock station, and it's and it's the it's station. It's like a rock station. <laughs> yeah, but it's the station that's probably been around since I was I don't know 11 years old, yes. and and it you know it's always been sort of a pop rock kind of station. But they have this thing. I don't know if it's still going, but it it was this promotion they were doing 
called. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Have, have you heard, heard of this? Yeah, I have. Screw veneers. Have you heard of that? <laughs> I have heard of that. Okay, thing. and so the premise is you like you tell them or you you write your story of your one night stand and then you stole something <laughs> and and right yeah okay it's cute and funny like that's that's somehow but then i was like wow and and then there was a prize for this like the best one wins a prize right right and i was like that is actually rather depraved that, yes that yes. they're encouraging not i mean i'm not even going to go near encouraging you know anonymous sex with multiple partners because there's there's uh there's all sorts of biological concerns there but but what they're encouraging on a on a different level is theft <laughs> which is i mean they're rewarding theft which last i heard i think that's a felony depending on what you steal or not you and know? also a commandment yes it's i mean that goes way back it's... that goes way back and now i i've never thought that I would come down on the side of Actually, like... Actually, it's two commandments. <laughs> oh, you're right, yeah. Thou shalt not commit adultery right there. Yeah. Well, but I, I was going to say, I, I never thought I would come down on the side of things that are like, oh, you know, well, all right. I don't think rock and roll is the work of the devil. I don't think comic books corrupt the youth. I think, you know, I think for the most part, people are responsible for their decisions and whatever. But I feel like this radio station has kind of crossed the line there. Where they are, not only not only are the DJs just sort of mouthing off, and DJs always mouth off, you know? It's like, whatever, that's expected. I don't know what point. you're talking about. <laughs> uh, they, they do. It's expected. But they're offering a, a physical reward. Here are the tickets to the concert in Las Vegas, or whatever the reward is. Like, here's your trip to Vegas for the best story of being... A depraved individual or a criminal. Well, it's funny also because when I when I've heard these commercials, it's just like, you know, it's like it's almost a level where it's not even controversial the way they're descri describing it. It's not like okay, this is kind of crazy, but right, right. like just imagine you had a one night stand and then you stole something. Like, what would you have stolen or whatever? It's like, oh yeah, this happens all the time. We have a name for it. It's called Scrooveneer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send us yours. Like, wait, like there's more than one? Like this happens on a regular basis? <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of weird that way, you know? Yeah, it's like almost on a TV episode where like, there's always like a landmark TV episode, I say every like five or 10 years where like something happens, like, oh, they showed that butt or like, it was a, <laughs> oh my God, a butt. <laughs> I mean, that might've been a big deal 10 years ago, but now yeah. it's like whatever, or like they said this word or like mm -hmm. it was like a, a girl to girl kiss or something like that, you know, but like, this is a little bit weird. And also there's no sort of like circumpomp and circumstances like yeah this is this is pushing the edge i agree right. with you i i think that and i mean with i don't know maybe it's because i don't really care about tv one way or another but like i was never you know shocked by a butt on tv or a word on tv i guess the the difference was the difference between a movie and broadcast you know so it's right. like if well, they, yeah. if they yeah. drop a swear word on broadcast it's like a big deal but it's sort of like well everybody knows those words and, and whatever it's not like you know i, I don't <laughs> And especially when it's like a late night program or whatever, and that that never. I mean, if people said that was a landmark or something like that, I would be like, whatever. Well, it's the stuff that. But it's the stuff that as society progressed. No, I wouldn't use word. I wouldn't use the word progress in the situation, but it says the word as society moves on, mm -hmm. things become more and more uh, acceptable or like just passe to be on. And like I mean, there's a big deal to be on broadcast. 
right? Like, it's one thing if there's, like, bad words on, like, HBO or in the movie cinema or whatever, right? But it's, like, when you see these things on broadcast television and then when you talk about things like Scriveneers on broadcast radio where, like, anybody could listen. Right, and and I think that, I mean, but even, okay, even talking about it to me, like, I don't think that's that's a bad thing. Like, I'm sure Howard Stern talks about that sort of stuff, you know, whatever. Right, right. He's always having... Like I don't know, uh, strippers and prostitutes and and that sort of stuff on, on his show. But I don't think he offers a reward for the best story of criminality. You know, I I guess like not. and I mean, and I mean if he did, I never heard it, and I would have I and that's where I would have said, okay, wait, there's a line there that you crossed. Right. right. And 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 whereas you know going back to the TV thing, I, I sort of like, well, okay, they pushed a boundary, but that's not crossing a line because it doesn't infringe on anybody else's uh, well-being or personal property and I think that this really does and and you know it's a they you're right in that they present it as this light sort of thing like ah, ha, ha, we're young and we're cool and we don't care and blah 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 and we're a radio station <laughs> and uh, and I'm, I'm like okay yeah yeah radio station and it's like oh wait you're actually like one of the things they mention is like did you steal uh, underpants? And it's sort of like, ha, 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 that's funny. And then they're like, did you steal a DVD player? It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why would you, how did that even come up? Like, <laughs> on my way out, I just happened to go by your audio system or your, like, TV I, and, like, and just took I, the entire thing, you know? Then I actually uh, loaded, I drugged you and loaded most of your furniture into your car and stole everything. I stole your identity. And, yeah. Actually, what I did was I uh, I left you naked in a ditch in uh, in outside of Phoenix. Actually, you know what? I needed a gallbladder, so I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> After slipping you a Mickey and having sex with you. Actually, it's the that. That's... I actually had sex where the spot I removed the gallbladder from. Oh wow. That's... <laughs> That's not an image. <laughs> I want to like, okay, new image. <laughs> Flowers. And daisies. Necrotic gallbladder. Unfortunately, mm. necrotic rhymes with erotic. Necrotic erotic. You're Ball. right. Erotic exotic. Mm-hmm. Ball 2009. Uh, but Although, anyway. Now it's 2010. It is 2010. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. How you been? All right. Got a little nose thing going on right here. Yeah, yeah, I can see your nose. <laughs> it's there in the middle of your face. It's like three times bigger than it usually is. <laughs> Gotta get the look at. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, New Year, 2010. It's a new one. Are you got any resolutions or anything? No, not really. I don't usually. I always kind of like say to myself that if there's something I want to change, I just I'll just do it now. Right on. I don't really put it off. Till the new year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't even think of any good ones. How about you? No, New Year kind of took me by surprise. Yeah, it kind of came up. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I haven't even thought about it. So, do you consider this to be a new decade? Um, I don't know. Since the year two thousand, I guess. I guess. I think, I mean, I like, think they they said that the new millennium started in two thousand one. Actually, yeah, it's really weird, right? So I mean, but guess I guess maybe. like like in ten years from now, it'll be the twenties. Whereas like yeah. the if you go from nineteen to twenty, it'll be like okay, so now we're in the tens. Yeah. Whereas before we weren't in the tens. Every every day is a new decade from ten years before. I mean, <laughs> wow, that's wise words. Oh, I've I've got a whole basket full of those. I'm gonna set myself up on a mountaintop and uh, charge people. <laughs> Scott, I've climbed this mountain, 
and I've come to see you to ask you the truth. Yes. What is it? Tell me something. That'll be a hundred dollars. Okay. It's worth it. Here you go. A fool and his money are soon parted. <laughs> Damn you, Scots! You've got me again! <laughs> but then, of course, you could just set up a booth, you know, ten feet down the mountain so people wouldn't have to walk the next uh, ten feet. And then, like, oh. But it's all about location. That's true. Location, location, location. That yeah. person only made like ten dollars. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's a big difference between the top and just below the top. Yeah, yeah. So any like in looking back now that now that we've completely sealed off the zero zeros, mm-hmm. you know, like they do a lot of top ten lists, mm-hmm. but it's before the zero zero and before New Year's, right? Like now that we've sealed it off. Oh, okay. What what are your um, you know, reflections, thoughts, worst, best, iffies about the two thousands? In in any particular category or yeah, just anything. Just... I mean, like you know, I can name some categories, but like maybe just the, the sweepstakes of all things okay. memorable and impressionable. All right. Of that decade. Wow, I wish you had given like given me a uh, a heads up about this. Uh... We can have a new topic. I'll give you <laughs> no, no, no. I, I like 15 it. Fifteen minutes. I like it. Uh, um, let's see. Or we can take a little all break. Right. Let's best movie of the two thousands. The first best movie I can think of. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, hmm. Nah, there weren't any. Dead air. Boom! Best movie of the 2000s was. Well, we could come up with a top five list. There were so many, but yeah, yeah. Like you know, No Country for Old Men stands out. That was good. Uh, Lord of the Rings was good. Yeah, I didn't think it was that great. You didn't like it that much? I mean, it was just tough because it was like so long. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and just like, not really like it was just a book, right? Like they just, it wasn't like a think a thought provoker. Like nothing really no. interesting happened. Well, I mean, you know, it it uh, it was an it epic was a, story. Yeah, it was but, a classic sort of. But even tale then, like the way they told it compared to the book, it's tough because any book, any movie, is saying like, you know what? So was uh, No Country for Old Men was based off a book, which I didn't right. read. No. So maybe that's part of the problem. I, I read Lord of the Rings, and I was just disappointed mm. with the way they rendered it. Only because it was just not how I imagined it, I suppose, you know? Okay. But, uh, yeah, No Country for Old Men, and then, like, um, what was one other one that I was thinking about the other day? Uh, you ever see 28 Grams? No. That was a good movie. That was good. Uh, let's see. Um, I just saw Avatar, <laughs> which... Which was a big... Squeaked in. It was a big movie. Uh, I think it was good. It the, the, the groundbreaking thing was definitely the special effects. Yeah. The, they, were, they were the first time I saw computer-generated effects that were actually kind of seamless yeah. with, the, with the live action. And, uh, and that was really cool. 3D was neat. It wasn't, you know... 3D didn't blow my mind, but it was neat, and uh, and the you know the plot and story were fine. I guess there's a growing uh, trend on the internet about, or I don't know about trend, but like I, I've been seeing a couple of sites today at work. I was just looking, and I noticed there was a couple of sites comparing Pocahontas to uh, Avatar. Yeah, I would say it's sort of. And if you just and like somebody had actually written up the plot of Pocahontas, like maybe into a 
you know, ten line essay, mm-hmm. and then just crossed out words and replaced it with other words. And it was basically <laughs> the exact same plot of uh, yeah, yeah. Of well, or or uh, what's it called Dances with Wolves, or maybe maybe. The, did you ever see The Last Samurai? Oh, I saw that. Tom that Cruise. was good. That, that was, was good. the same thing. Yeah, it came out this decade. You know. And though actually, the Avatar sort of got me thinking about Peace Corps because I w- uh, those those scientist characters were kind of like uh, like Peace Corps type dudes. Um, what was the best book you read? Da Vinci Code. Really? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, you know, the whole debate of like good is good or whatever. You know, like is is it like the most fun to read the best or mm. whatever? But like, I mean, that book, you know, you couldn't put it down. Right, right. But so I, I couldn't best, really put down was, Harry Potter to be honest. It was a really good story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess Harry Potter and Da Vinci Code would maybe be rivals for the best story. Okay. How about that? Because it's like, or the best storytelling. All right. Only because it's like a storytelling is something that you can't stop listening to or stop reading. Okay. Right. Like maybe not the best piece of fiction. All right. If, if we go with that definition, then yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I read a bunch of good books actually. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. See, oh, it's hard. <laughs> I read. Well, I can just look at my bookshelf from here, and uh, I read a book called The Corrections, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. And I read a book called uh, What is it? I can't see it from here. <laughs> and I read a book called <laughs> Water for Elephants, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I read quite a few books that were really good this this year right. or this decade. I read uh, a book called The Poisonwood Bible, which I didn't particularly like, but... Um, I read that. Yeah. But it, it just kind of opened... I read a bunch of books that kind of opened my eyes oh, to things, cool. you know, and like maybe think about things in a different way. Not even necessarily the story itself, but just like, oh, that, okay, well, how does that play out here or there or whatever? You know, just yeah. like, it made what did me, that book get you thinking about? Well, it was about like missionaries in Africa mm-hmm. and the diamond trade and stuff like that. It made me think about like, what is it to go to like... Africa, because I mean, it's a place that needs a lot of help, mm-hmm. you know, and like to go, I think everybody's got their own like sort of prerogative or not prerogative, but like mission mm-hmm. or crusade or something like their own preset sort of idea of what they want to get out of it. And it's almost self-serving more than serving. Mm-hmm. It's weird, you know, it's almost weird that like whenever you try to help somebody, it's not necessarily to help them, but to kind of make yourself feel better about yourself. Mm. And uh, I think there was a little bit of that going on, mm. I guess. And so there was a family that went there, and, you know, the, the, the preacher was, like, really obsessed with, like, helping people, whereas he was, like, kind of dragging his family through this whole ordeal. Right, and, right. Eh, interesting in that sense. I, I don't remember it being about the diamond trade, though. Well, it wasn't necessarily about the diamond trade, but there were elements of that kind of, like, in the background. Okay. I think I there was, that. like, a character that kind of, like, appeared out of nowhere every once in a while to kind of help out the family or whatever. Oh, the other, the ex-missionary? I forget if he's an ex-missionary or not, but I think he's like Dutch or something like that. Okay. I remember the ex-missionary guy. And then, like, the only characters I remember are are the the main, the family. Yeah. And then there was, like, you know, uh, a couple of of characters in the village that they worked in, like, you know, a a sort of chief guy and and a witch doctor guy. Right. And then there was a, a... uh, like a teacher who one of the girls fell in love with and ended up marrying. Yeah, it was it was just some guy who kind of flew in on a helicopter every once in a while, or like it's not, I think somebody got sick. Oh yeah, the, oh the the pilot guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and one of the sisters ends up with that guy. 
I forget something. if that's yeah, what happens, but like, douche. but the idea is like, why is this guy just like in the middle of Africa with right. a helicopter? It's right. like, oh, because he helps, you know, these right. di- these diamond companies or whatever, and yeah. like, you know, there's a little bit of. It's just interesting because it kind of made this made the whole landscape of that country, even though it's so simple and like they're in the bush or whatever, you know, and it's like very very low tech living, but mm-hmm. like at the same time, there's all these different elements of politics and stuff going on. Yeah. So that was interesting. Kind of my eyes up a little bit to that. I don't know if it solved anything or I did anything because of it, but it was just like that. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it was a it was a kind of a tragic decade, huh? Just like. I read a lot of recaps saying it was a it was a very terrible decade, just like a very tragic sort of like you mm. know decade. It was interesting because personally, I thought it was a pretty good decade. You know, like for you, yeah, for no. me personally, like I did, had my first jobs and you know like my first sort of like adventures and things like that. You mm-hmm. know, like after college, mm-hmm. and I you know it was fun for me. But yeah, like if you think back, it was like September eleventh, two thousand one, yeah. to start of the decade. Yeah. You know, and then there was a... Uh, well, it even, you know, it started off with the contested presidential election. Right, that was right. all kind of like put the country in a, sort, a whole sort of different, bitter yeah. sort of rivalry politically. And then, uh, yeah, the World Trade Centers and the two wars, you know, mm-hmm. dragging on and on and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, just like, I guess it wasn't a very good decade. The, the tsunami killed all those people. Right, Hurricane Katrina. Katrina was terrible. There have been, like, several floods since then. Right. You know, like, right, right. like Iowa was flooded. And, I think you're right. I think you're right. So, um, yeah, I guess not a very good year no. <laughs> or a good good ten day ten years. I guess it's it's can... had its share of disasters. Yeah, and yeah. it's and you know well I guess the economic collapse to sort of cap it all off. Right, right. So that's a bummer. That is a bummer. <laughs> right. But I'm with you in that you know for me I I felt like I accomplished a good amount of stuff and and there was. There was uh, there were good things on a personal level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I do want the world to be better than it is, and and hopefully we can work and make it better. But uh, and so the next decade will be better. Yeah. But uh, but also I'm not I'm not you know, uh, I wasn't traumatized too much. No. <laughs> Although it sounds like plenty of people were. <laughs> yes, yes. It was the trauma decade for a lot of folks. But maybe it was just the people on TV. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, TV got a lot worse. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, it's weird because like there's this whole new version of TV now where yeah. people just watch TV shows on DVD and like on DVR and stuff like yeah. that. And like, I mean, there's all sorts of good shows now. Like, that's true. The Office, yeah. Thirty Rock. No, no, no. But I would say like the uh, the media programs, like like news programs and. Uh, and then like reality TV, it's like ooh. I don't like cool. reality TV. No, that's a that's a blow to uh, culture. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because on the other on one hand, there's all sorts of great television out there in terms yeah. of like those shows, and then there's and then there's reality television shows. So maybe we just of... expanded in both directions. Yeah, I mean it's like interesting how technology has really enabled people to do a lot of different things in this decade. Mm-hmm. That's you know, true. I mean, you could start a company just off the web from the company you're living in. I mean, yeah. I suppose you always could have done that, but more and more people have done that. It seems right. like. Well, you probably could have done that since about 1994. But, uh, <laughs> Maybe that year in particular. Yeah, yeah I don't know exactly when, when <clears throat> but... Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's been like that for a while, but it's just, you hear about all these startups and it's just like a simple idea and they just sort of like, people it catches on really quickly because yeah. of the internet and because yeah. of like people talking and connecting and all that stuff, you know, and I hate this word, but social media, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of like new web point, web 2.0 stuff, just people like, collaborating and 
working together on the internet. Right. It's, yeah, it's interesting. interesting. My my younger brother is actually participating in the production of a video game that's entirely like just community generated, and it, it's kind of cool just to see it progress. You know, from I guess they had a they had a, a framework that was like public publicly distributed software, and then you know adding. Uh, graphics and adding you know music and and that sort of stuff and you know it's uh it's slow going and and not uh going to be released in stores or anything but it's going to be free to everybody and it was free for them to make and they just have you know people from all over the world participating in the design of this video game it was kind of cool to see that yeah i mean that 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 uh have you heard of that band postal service uh, i've heard that name I think uh, they did a similar thing where one guy was on the West Coast, one guy was on the East Coast, or at least they oh, were yeah. very far away from each other. They just kind of traded back and forth uh, you know, oh. without even having to meet or really record together. I mean, they might have done some recording together, but a lot of it was done just via the mail. That's cool. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess they didn't really use the Internet necessarily, mm-hmm. at least according to their name. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure they could have. <laughs> but, yeah, it's amazing how these things are becoming more and more you know, deconnected and mm-hmm. yet more connected. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. Did we just find the truth? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Any other uh, cool things, things in the uh, in the decade? I learned uh, two foreign languages this decade. Two foreign languages? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Spanish and Warani? Yeah. All right. Yeah. How do you say... I've lost my toothbrush, and in, it's on my head, in both languages. Well, it's funny because like the uh, the word for uh, brush doesn't exist in Guarani. Uh, but so so you'd have to incorporate Spanish words. I was into trying to Guarani. pick a word that was like, oh, how about soap? I've lost my soap. I think it's on my head. Uh, I guess I could fabricate a soap word in, in uh, Warani, but it, are there I, any actual nouns in Warani? Or yeah, there okay. are, but they're all like they're all like pre uh, pre conquest of of Latin America oh, nouns. Pre conquest. Like, there's no like there's no wheel, you know. There's really? No, yeah, there's no like. Uh, um, I mean, and Guarani was not, you know, they were not one of the one of the major civilizations. They were right. Uh, you know, they were more scattered hunter-gathering tribes. How about, so, please don't put that rock in my nose. <laughs> okay, so in, in in Spanish you would say, <coughs> Por favor, <laughs> no pongas esa piedra en mi nariz. All right, all right. And then in, uh, and then in Guarani you would say, Anique emoi pe ita se tire. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> now, sorry, I don't think your tone didn't actually like seem to follow with the words. I felt like it was almost too happy. I guess I I guess I technically said you you don't put that in the Guarani. I should have said "shetime," which which is in my nose okay, as opposed okay. to on or about my nose. Okay, okay. you want another try? <laughs> no, that's all right. All right, all right. But uh, I hope y'all learned that next week's lesson. <laughs> Where is my cow? I think it is on my roof. Mo pasivaka se amalizia ha e se techo ari. All right, all right. <laughs>
<laughs> Maybe we should reclassify our podcast to a language <laughs> podcast. Actually, there is. I used the Spanish word for roof. There is a Guarani word for roof. I just forget it. Oh, uh, slipping. Yeah. Well, you know, because you you intermingle the two languages so much that you often grab the uh, the quicker word. You know. So you've learned and forgotten two languages. Yes. Yeah. No, you haven't completely forgotten it, obviously. No, no. Like, yeah, it sucks how things just slip away if you don't get to use them every day, right? That's true. Я не говорю по-русски. How rude. <laughs> That's not really appropriate for our podcast. You're right. You're right. It wasn't. Neither was that earlier comment I made. But oh well. I don't know if this one's getting edited. Uh, anyway. You have any other top items of the decade, rounding off the decade? Well, it was a lot of music that I really liked. That's I, good. I mean, it was a lot, I mean like, I, maybe people will be bored with this, because music is so personal. Yeah. But uh, I really... Well, I'm, I'm interested because I found <clears throat> more music that I liked from previous decades. This oh, decade. Oh, man. This, like, dec- I mean, it might have been that this decade was the first one where I just went crazy and bought a bunch of CDs, which are, like, now, like, completely, like, irrelevant. But, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I graduated... In 2000, so mm-hmm. like that. From then on, it was like, and I thought my one favorite thing in life was like music, you know, and like maybe that's a bit mu- extreme to say my one favorite thing, but it's like one thing I really like to do. I really like to buy CDs and stuff. But obviously in college, it's not a ton of money. So one thing I said is like, when I get a job, I'm just gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. And I used to buy like, I don't know, three CDs a month, or maybe a little less. One, two, three, one, two CDs a month. But it, mm-hmm. like it added up. I think I have like 300, 400 CDs now. A lot. And I think I definitely slowed down in the last two years because it's just kind of like you know no point anymore. Right, right. But I do buy a lot of like stuff online now. But I mean like to go in terms of the music, there was just like to start out the Strokes, you know, just like simple old stuff mm-hmm. like from 2000, 2001. That's they like, kind of they kind of pared away the uh, the garbage of the late 90s and yeah, it kind of it started set the scene for like indie. I feel like it set the scene for like that kind of garage indie sound. Okay, you know, and then. There was Radiohead, which put out a bunch of good albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Postal Service and Death Cat for Cutie put out, like you know that code, that whole new electronic sound kind of. Mm-hmm. Coldplay, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what people have totally soured on Coldplay. Like they were awesome, like the first like three years of 2000, you know, or whatever. I think that first song or that first song, Yellow, came out. Oh yeah. And then the next that. album, which was I think uh, A Rush of Blood to the Head or something. See, like I that. didn't. I didn't like. I never liked that song, Yellow. Oh, you didn't? No, I, oh, I, it was so I was great. Like, what does it mean that it was all yellow? And, I mean, what do any songs mean? But it was just like the the sound of it was so cool. I peed on your head. <laughs> I came along. I peed on your head. And it was all yellow. And it was all yellow. <laughs> you drink more water. I need to drink. <laughs> I need to drink more water. Oh, what a thing to drink. What if you drank yellow? Like, what if you drank, like, water with yellow food coloring in it? Because it's all yellow. <laughs> like Gatorade? Or just, like, you know, like, when you buy the food coloring I wonder if store. you drank, if you drank just, like, say you drank, like, three liters of blue Gatorade in it. Yeah. Day. Would your piss be blue? That's what I'm wondering. Or yellow, you know, like if you drank yellow Gatorade. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could sort of count on your pee being yellow <laughs> for just about anything other than being incredibly hydrated. Well, that's the thing, but Gatorade would totally hydrate you. Right. So that's that's the, uh, it's a kind of a oxymoron paradox. Mm, yeah. The uh, immovable object versus the unstoppable force of Gatorade. Wow. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't believe in the immovable object. <laughs> you don't? No. Do you believe in the unstoppable force? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what if the unstoppable force used its force to create an object that was unstoppable? Or unmovable? No, no. The unstoppable force doesn't do that sort of thing. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I actually I um, went to a Coldplay, con- Coldplay concert. Oh, it was good? It was so good. Cool. And it's like almost embarrassing to... To, to confess no, that don't I went be to this, embarrassed. it was so good and I was like I was on the like the floor you know I had floor tickets or whatever uh-huh. and it was just you weren't blown away and knocked down by their rocking I almost was it was that <laughs> it was just so good but it was kind of weird because it was like it was before the backlash started gotcha and like they'd only put out two albums but all their songs were so good and like mm. oh it was just like an awesome experience because I was on the you know on the floor and everything like that and I got to see them so close whatever mm-hmm. it was really good so I don't know almost embarrassing to say because I, somehow they've just taken this turn where like nobody likes them anymore was it then I mean but do you still like them do you like their stuff or do you not like them I, and like, do you not like them because the music has changed or is it because like it's hard to say I think it's almost because the music hasn't changed oh so it's just unoriginal yeah you know it's like the first two albums are still really good but now the set, it's like oh okay the same kind of stuff over again and it's like now it's becoming a little more sappy and like mm-hmm. also it's got that whole mainstream feel to it now which <laughs> totally just psychologically ruins it for you which is uh, the worst part about music you know it's like it's you can't like, listen to music anymore because it's like oh it's so old I don't listen to that but I love that when really? I was junior high you know see I still I, I like the stuff that I that I used to like and then you know that doesn't matter I think you can. I think you, that's one that that you can get over in the next decade, maybe. Whoa! <laughs> you, you, you're coming out with I'm, the. I'm setting you a goal. Wow! For ten years. From wow! Now. You, you think you're better than me, huh? All no. Right. That's cool. No, I think Whatever. that we're all. We all have these potentialities inside of us to overcome <coughs> the uh, the social rejection of music and and judge the music based on what it does for us. Um. What else was there? There was a bunch of good stuff. Um, I liked uh, I liked the Raconteurs, which was yeah, Jack yeah. White's well, I, the White Stripes and the Raconteurs. Yeah. I think just Jack White and anything he touched this decade, which is awesome. That was that was pretty good. That stuff. was really good stuff, actually. Yeah. I totally agree with you. I it was just so different. It was just and everything. Oh man, he like he would from album to album, the songs would the sound would just change so completely. He would use some so many different weird sounds and instruments and stuff like that, and yet the songs were so like unique and interesting and had the same sort of like point to them hmm. I thought it was cool it was really cool point in what sense like you know I think every every uh, band has their own sort of like point in terms of like their their sound hmm. you know and like when you hear somebody else like oh you, you can hear they're kind of copying these people okay. or like they're influenced by these people right. whereas like the White Stripes you can almost not know where they're influenced from it's like very really? bluesy I mean it's very yeah. bluesy very like garagey sound but at the same time like nobody seems to have done that before I feel like you know. I don't it's like, know. I, I mean, I think I think that you know. Not I. I really like their stuff, but yeah. but I think that you know, it's it's still you know very derived from. It's very derived. It's and, very derived, but at the same time, it, like the, it sounds really new the way they did it. Like I felt like it was when definitely I, new for for this era. I, I mean, I, even like I think just like the basically two instruments and the you know and the voice like mm-hmm. no like backing band no like chords like I mean they didn't really play I mean they played chords of course you know but it wasn't like just chords playing and then there was like a solo behind it and stuff like that I just like the whole sort of stripped down sound and then his voice playing such a like a 
an interesting part of every song I thought mm -hmm. you know whereas like I think other blues like singers and stuff it's not necessarily such an important part of the sound mm. I, I just thought like they had a very interesting I don't know yeah point shape you know like sort of expression of what their sound was and I thought it was yeah really interesting what else is really good uh... <laughs> and this is where the podcast dies yeah Mm. Mm. 